Hi guys, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Investing Should Be Easy. I'm your host, Alex Richwagon, and uh, we're going to get started. So, hope you guys are doing well. I've had a few uh, hurricanes, few blips on the radar, but uh, we're going to get back in gear tonight. A few weeks back, when we were talking about the hurricane stocks, if you will, I talked about three individual industries that can be either directly or indirectly impacted by the storms. The first was energy, the other one was insurance, and the last was home home building supplies, materials. And I mentioned specifically about Home Depot and Lowe's to look at more of a macro picture. If you look back over the last, I think, 30 days, 45 days when we've had some hurricanes hitting, those stocks are both up at least uh, 5 to 7%, so you could have some little quick wins right there had you looked at those items. Today we're going to look at those two stocks going forward, do a quick comparison, and find out which one is the better bet going forward. So that's what today's show is. Both, uh, both platforms, by the way, can be found on the ComputerShare Drip platform. So just to bring those of you in, maybe you've missed a show or two, a Drip platform is a dividend reinvestment vehicle that you can invest something like 50 100 bucks a month every other month to make it investing affordable and easy with very low cost. And that site is called computershare.com. Anyways, let's go ahead and jump into today's show and cue the music. Investing should be easy. Welcome back, guys. So... At the top of the show, we talked about we're going to do a comparison of Home Depot and Lowe's to look at both home building supply superstores and find out which one's performing better than the other and which one's a better bet going forward and what kind of ratio should we be looking at for these two. So what I've done, and we're going to do a little bit of this on the fly tonight. I want to get this uh, podcast published on 10-12, October 12th, and we're going to look at... at Home Depot and Lowe's. So the three areas I've got up and two of them you're going to know. One of them is a little different. We're going to have Google Finance for a high level look. We're going to have Finviz which goes over fundamental analysis and then we're going to look at Gurus because there's one specific Guru. Make sure I get this right. Guru Focus. Sorry about that. GuruFocus.com We want to look in depth at one specific ratio that's very important to this type of industry. If you guys have any questions or comments, go ahead and send an email into alex.richwagon at gmail.com or visit the website alexrichwagon.com. And that's a G-E-N at the end of Richwagon. So we're going to start off with Google Finance, and I've got... On two different tabs, I've got HD for Home Depot and LOW, low for lows. So we're going to start off with lows and just look at a few things that are, I would say, typical to our usual step approach. So I see that they're paying just a bit over a 2% dividend. Their beta, which is a measure of risk, is just over 1, so no problems there. I would say it meets the very non-risky stock because they're threshold for risk is 1.0 and a high risk stock will be like above two a low risk stock will be below one so maybe something like 0.5 i mean like very very low risk 
those are I would call like bonds or something like that. I also see that their price earnings ratio is about just about 23 and let's take a look at the last year to see if that we support that number and looks like Lowe's over the past year has grown at a rate of about 14 percent so not really sustaining that number so that's not really a red flag but it's not really good so that's the first thing that I'm thinking about is they're not su supporting or sustaining that uh, price earnings growth potential that they've got out there going down further just looking at them versus their competitors and how they're faring and earnings per share I see they're trailing Home Depot because you've got these side-by-side -side ratios between Lowe's and Home Depot when you scroll down the page and the related companies valuation section so I started looking before about talking about their dividend just paying over two percent and we're gonna get more into I would say the ratios and the fundamental analysis but overall looks I mean they're institutionally owned very high it's a very large market cap around 67 billion dollars so just a couple more things there to take a look at and I think that's all we want to look at for them so just very high level not a lot of things to look at here um, look at some of their margins and other things I see their profit margins lower almost half of Home Depot Eh, don't like that a whole lot Profit margin being almost 5% were lows, or I mean Home Depot's coming in at about 8.5. So let's flip over to Home Depot. Home Depot, stock symbol is HD, and all I did was flip over to finance.google.com and hit the stock symbol of HD for Home Depot. Stock is trading an all-time high, similar to Lowe's, and their market cap is about three times, so they've got a lot more of the market share, if you will. Price to earnings is equivalent to lows around 23. And just to let's do a check. Over the last year, they're up almost 29 percent in one year. So right there, they are sustaining that price to earnings ratio, which means they do they are let's how do I put this? It's fairly valued. It means you're getting what you're paying for, whereas lows you're not. That's a problem. Their beta comes in exactly the same, 1.07, so no more risk. You're getting higher upside. Let's go down to the fundamentals. We talked about this earlier with them versus lows. Again, profit margins higher, gross margins higher. These are good signs. I would say this is a think about management and how Home Depot runs their stores. You definitely feel, and I'm just going to take a side tangent for a minute here. If you ever been to a Lowe's or Home Depot, I think there's a distinct advantage. I, I definitely can find somebody and can find what I'm looking for a lot easier in a Home Depot. Everything's well lit, no issues there. I think it's more of the, the service aspect and the ability to even returning something. There's no questions asked. They've got electronic receipts. You can order things, pick it up at store. I don't think Lowe's business model really supports it. It's a little more clunky. This is just personal experience. I don't know if you've got your own stories. Go ahead and shoot me an email, um, alex.richwagon.com at gmail.com, but it's just an overall better experience. I mean, I remember, I remember trying to return something to Lowe's and, you know, maybe 50 bucks, 100 bucks, and where's your receipt? Where's this? Well, Home Depot, you just look it up on your credit card. You just look it up in the system. Lowe's is a little bit more, they want you to prove it out for Home Depot. It's like, ah, whatever, just it's fine. We know you're going to keep coming back. So those are some of the things that 
I think from a customer experience, I like at Depot. It's easier to return things, easier to order things, easier to get them shipped to the store. It's easier to find pe people that can help you. There's always somebody there. Lowe seems to be cutting back on their staff. I don't know if they're downsizing some of their stores. I mean, that could also be something. So right now at the top, I think Home Depot's in the lead by at least a few different metrics. But let's keep, let's dig a little further. So now I'm jumping over to Finviz and I'm bringing up Home Depot. And looking at their technical chart, I see stocks risen about 30 points over the last 10 months. Very good sign there. That supports that 29% growth rate. And just looking at some of their fundamentals here, I see their current ratio, which means it's a measure of their current assets versus their current liabilities. 1.3, it's fine. No issues there. Peg ratio, not something we spend a lot of time on, but its price to earnings growth is at 1.89. So just something to keep in mind on how that compares to Lowe's. Their Ford PDE outlook is a little bit lower, but I want I think that we might see a little bit more growth in the future. I don't think that's completely um, stated correctly there. Return on equity, great, 192%. Look at those margins between their operating to their gross to their profit margins coming in uh, very well above the Lowe's ratio. And then one of the last things I see down below is over the last three months is they've been different analysts have put them as far as buys and outperforms in the market. Upwards of a target price of another $30 per share. That's pretty significant. So past a lot of our tests right here, looking at their earnings per share, Growth this year, 18%. Next year's at 13. Next five years, 12.57. So I would say it's good sustainable growth going forward, paying that 2% dividend. Now let's flip over to Lowe's. Again, we're on Finviz. That's F-I-N-V-Z, F-I-N-V-I-Z dot com. And then I'm just typing in Lowe's to get an idea of how they stand, how they look at. First thing I noticed, their peg ratio, their, their growth ratio on their price to earnings, which is when the margins expand, they can they accelerate their growth patterns. That's a little bit lower than Home Depot. Their current ratio is less, which means they've got more assets, more uh, liabilities, more um, inventory, if you will, more debt outstanding. Their margins are all a little bit lower than Home Depot across the board. And now you think 4.5% versus 8%, what's the big deal there? But when you're selling billions of dollars in merchandise, that means a lot. That means they're getting more bang for their buck. And it could be that online experience that's helping to reduce costs and make their profit margin a little bit easier so that we can get things to customers faster and probably they're selling more high ticket items too. Everything else, I would say earnings per share came in um, higher than Depot this year. And they've got a good outlet over the next few years, so that could be something to look at. But that's those are estimates as far as you know what we're expecting over the next few years. But everything else that I've seen puts Depot at a better, I would say, stance. This is interesting. So the amount of employees, 190,000. I talked about that customer experience. Home Depot is 406,000. I wonder how many that per uh, per square footed. I don't have that that handy. But I would say, let's, let's just take a quick look. Number of stores, Lowe's versus Home Depot. 
see how many stores they have overall. So I'm just, just looking up real quick online, doing a quick search. So I didn't find it there. Again, I'm doing some of this on the fly to uh, make this move along a little bit faster. I've got a uh, statistics website here. This one seems like where I want to where I want to be at right here. So number of stores versus Lowe's versus Depot. Home Depot has almost 2,200 stores. See from 2016 versus Lowe's has almost 2,100. So just think about it in terms of what we just talked about. Almost double the amount of employees at Home Depot, which explains how it's easier to get people and help you what's going on in the store and get people probably buying more inventory versus Lowe's is almost half the amount of people. That's, I don't know if that's a great strategy right there for do-it-yourself projects because it only takes one person to say, hey, you might need this or you might need this tool or you might need this to give you some more insight and in getting your project all done in one fell swoop versus stopping at Lowe's and having to run around the store your whole self. So that's just my take. Um, again, if you have a, have a comment or insight, send me an email. Let me know what your thoughts are. The last ratio, which is, I would say, one of the crown jewels of ratios between the home builder supplies area is uh, inventory ratio. Inventory ratio is a turnover, um, inventory turnover ratio measures how fast the company turns over its inventory in a year. So what happens is they've got a halfway point of July, which we're going to take a look at for 2017, and how is that going forward. But it gives you an idea of how, how fast they're selling their goods. It's a, it's the, the formula is derived from the cost of goods sold divided by total inventories. So it means how, much, how fast they get the stuff off the shelves. When I looked up uh, gurufocus.com, which is the one I referenced earlier, I looked up Home Depot's turnover ratio as of July 2017, so this year, is 1.41. So that means they are turning over their ratio uh, 1.41 times over the quarter, which is pretty significant. It means all the stuff, think about how many things they've got inside their inventory. And then let's compare that against Lowe's. So... I've got another tab up, go to, to Lowe's. Lowe's inventory turnover, 1.08. So remember I talked about all those items in the store and how helpful it can be for people to help you with customer service? Like all that stuff kind of matters in the grand scheme of things or getting you back to you know working on your home projects as fast as possible or the commercial builders if they need to get in and out. They're turning over that supply too even better. So, you know, we looked at, Google Finance, we looked at Finviz, we looked at Guru Focus, everything checks the box. I I can't see any recommendations that Home Depot is not at a better, uh, growing at a faster pace, and as well as the stock price supports it. They've grown at 29% versus almost 14% of Lowe's. All these things with the customer focus, their programs, selling more inventory, selling it faster, helping the customers better, all this stuff adds up. So if you kind of think about stuff in your head, like you've been into a Home Depot and it's packed, you've got Lowe's, and you're like, eh, there's not that many people. You can't really find employees that can really help you sometimes. Those all things matter. So that's going to be, that's our meter show this week. 
is that comparison. Again, both companies can be found on computershares.com website as far as a drip program. If you want to scale in, say, let's say, um, you know, $1,000 investment over five months, it's $200 a month. Or if you want to stretch it out to 10 months, $100 a month, you get even further. But these, this is the reason why these drip programs are great is for focus areas like this. I hope this, I hope this was helpful. Again, if you have any questions or comments, go ahead and shoot me an email at alex.richwagon at gmail.com. Anything else? I will see you next week. Have a good week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Alex Richwagon is an investment research analyst. Any of his recommendations are that of Mr. Richwagon. The information presented is the opinion of his and only his research. You should not base your investment decision based solely on his opinion. Remember, it's your money and your responsibility.